Yeah, you can come in. Close the door. I don't care. This is live. This is fine. Come on in. This is part of the podcast. Join Let's us. get it going. Got to get some intro music. Ready? Are yes. we, we're doing this live on the page, right? Yes. Facebook page. It's live. Yes. Is it live? Jesus. I love you. Let's, Let's get it. it going. Yeah. Hotty toddy. God almighty. Sweat Equity Podcast. Pragmatic advice with dick jokes. Like the new tagline. I like it. We're working on a brand. We're working on our brand guide, brand book, style guide, whatever you call it. Uh, how you doing? Good. What you working on, Eric? I, I forgot Reggie to ask Jir. you. Are we going to do uh, fancy dancy headshots for us? Yeah, we need headshots. Uh... The date you told me about, I can't do. I forgot to get back to you on that. Mm. But uh, we're going to step up our game. We promised you guys that we would. Yes. And that accountability will make us do it. Not that anybody's like, hey, bro, we're your new headshots. But <laughs> I think what. In fact, we, we're the only ones who give a shit. Well, we can do an episode on building that brand guide, building that brand book. Because a lot of people, every time we do a website or rebrand with someone, we need photos. We need uh, photography is this secret thing that people think is super cheap now. Not because of the iPhone, right? Yes. Point and shoot. And Turn this shit down, thank you. Please. This ain't shit. This is good grafe. This is a Sarasota. Uh, they're twins. Sarasota band. And twins. <laughs> Already did the joke once earlier. I don't give a shit. Though. It's still funny. <laughs> it's still funny to be the corny like, I love beer commercial things. Yeah. What? Voila. Yeah, uh, yeah. That doesn't. That didn't age gracefully. <laughs> I don't know. I I think it could be one of those that comes back around where it's so old. Like, hey, where's the beef? Family Guy. It just keep doing it. Yes, until it becomes funny. Pound it. Uh, good grief! I love their twins. I got to meet them uh, at Gasparilla Music Festival when I was hosting one of the stages, and uh, they're really cool because they've got like uh, one plays violin and one plays like cello. Wow, rock stars. Yeah, yeah, but you can hear it. I mean, it, they've got a band, backup band, but I mean. That's all they play? That's all they play. Well, I mean, usually people like that. Classical. All of the instruments. And uh, as I see people coming in, I guess we did have a meeting at 11. Oh, there's people coming in? Oh, it's a good <laughs> thing we're live. Shit. Well, <laughs> it's all good. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll make it work. We'll see how the sausage gets made. We'll ask them. Hey, when can you ask them? When's our intern off mic, off camera? Uh, can you ask our friends in there if they can record the first half of the meeting that we're gonna miss? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, we have an intern. Yeah. Poor girl. Poor girls had to listen to me rant for. I'll walk by and be like, "This is what project management's all about. <laughs> it's about short term, long term at the same time. It's." And then I'll, I'll literally I'm turning into such a blowhard that. I look at my watch, it's 45 minutes of me talking to her about <laughs> the same thing. She's a really good listener, that's for sure. She fakes it real well. Yeah. She doesn't like it. That's all that matters. Um, yeah, or, uh, we were asked if uh, she could intern here. I was like, yeah, if you can handle this Thunderdome. This high-pressure cooker. Actually, it, c- it could be seen as a stressful environment if you are not good at uh, doing stuff on your own kind of thing. Because that's kind of how I wanted it. Keep an environment entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. I uh, think we got a bunch of people jumping on the Wi-Fi. That might be an issue for oh the yeah? live stream. It looks good over here. Yeah, but it sent me a little love note. On I think that's ego. your phone, and I think that's because you like Pornhub. No, it's not my phone, and Pornhub probably has really good servers, and like they're not they're not the issue. Oh, they're. Th- I mean, they're the leader of the internet. Yeah. It actually, I mean, you've seen it on uh, Silicon Valley, like. Every innovation <laughs> online comes because of porn's yeah. like 25% of tra- all traffic. Right. Yeah. Well, men got to get the poison out, so. It's not just men. Drives innovation. Me too, man. Come on. Yeah. Wait, what? Be, it's not just dudes, you know? Yeah. Lady, there's a lot more ladies than we realized. In what? What do you Watch, mean? Watching, uh, watching the. N- oh, now, watching porn. Now we feel awkward because when when's back porn. in here. And uh, we don't, we shouldn't be talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Um, She's yeah. not allowed to watch that. I don't think. I guess I thought On that meeting internet. was later. Whoops. Um, that clearly said. Well, there's a lot of people filing in. 
Oh shit! Hey, how's it going? We'll get there. <laughs> well, look. Might be a mini episode. Well, we can do a, we can do two short minis, right? Put them together uh, later. So we can do a mini now. Maybe a mini after that meeting. Podcast sandwich. What was the thing you were telling me about? Uh, green dress, blue dress. Oh, it's like an audio or clip. gold dress, whatever. What is it? It's like Laurel and Hammy or something. <laughs> like Laurel and Hammy. Yeah, like just type in Laurel and I'm sure like it'll pop right up. My dad trying to. Figure out one of my friends' names. <laughs> I don't know. What, Laurel, what are your friends' names? Something. Laurel and Hammy? Uh, yeah. It's Alex and Kyle. <laughs> no, what that what you're talking about is this um it was it's similar to the the dress color thing where people saw two different colored dresses. One was like black and purple, and then if you I don't know, went outside and your eyes adjusted or changed, it was like gold and white. Um but now they have like an audio clip that I think it's different for men and women. Men hear it one way, and then if you turn the pitch on it up and down, it sounds different. It's really creepy, dude. I'm trying to find it. Uh, oh, Yanny or Laurel? Yanny, that's the one. Yeah. You Okay, I'm on MSN. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing that popped up, so you know this is cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting for sure because it kind of – alters reality because <laughs> it's like wait a second if we're hearing things differently what does that mean like yeah i was really interested in that whole debate of the dresses and then it got shoved down our throat so much that i was like oh, god i don't care anymore yeah but it's it, it's then a month later i'm like that's still wildly interesting to me it's real. Uh, i think this one's even creepier because like creepier than uh the big bang theory <laughs> this is creepy in a different way this is like existentially creepy. The Big Bang Theory without the laugh track. Look that up. We yeah. were talking about it on a previous episode. It is weird. It's downright creepy. W- maybe we'll play that uh, when we come back after our break in a little bit. But I would say... No, the implications of this one is like, you know, we talk about how we have conversations with our wives and it's like, what if they literally are hearing reality differently? <laughs> it's like... Oh, I know. Obviously, it's not the same thing, but... This shows that it's possible. I feel. Oh no, I've I've always kind of felt that. Like I feel like they, s- my, I understand my wife sees things differently than I do, and I, I understand you. I mean, even though we're probably closer in how we, our perspective, I still know you view things differently than I do. Like if I look at a video program, I'll get overwhelmed because <laughs> it's like oh all, all these buttons and I don't know yeah. that. And then, but if you're looking at it, you have experience and it doesn't bother you. This, I, yeah, I know what you're saying, but this is like just, there's no that's a shitty, backstory. That's not a great example. This is like no backstory. This is like straight up genetics playing a part in it. Laurel. So what did you, you Laurel. 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 Right. Laurel. So does it have the option to Laurel. turn the pitch up and down Laurel. on that, whatever you're looking at? Laurel. Oh, Jesus. this is like a Twitter embed. I'm on USA Today. God oh, okay. damn it. I'm a dad. Um, so some people out there heard Yammy just now. And the article says Yanny. Yanny, whatever. Or y- Yammy would be a good yam candy. <laughs> Try Yammies. <laughs> uh, be yeah. pretty gross, though. You'd have to, like, really keep that fresh. Um, Yanny versus Laurel is the dress of uh, 2018. So... If you heard Yanny just now, I heard Laurel clear as day. Yes. Is that what you heard? Yes. But apparently people... I think women tend to hear Yanny at the... Lo- so so it, you're right. That is a lot creepier than the dress thing. It's so much creepier because it's like you, you're you hearing that. Like your eyes, you know, people's eyes are drastically different in terms of, you know, colorblindness and just being able to see distance and stuff, but... I think, audio. What? All right, y'all do this. Y'all, all the listeners that are, are like interested about this. Tell us what you got too, because I want to hear. I want to hear some real results. I don't want to read like, hey, we found this random dude on Twitter talking about this. USA Today pulled their tweet, and you know, like, yeah, I don't care about that. I want to hear from y'all. We need to engage with y'all anyway. If you can look for um one that's uh, adjust the pitch or the I think it's the pitch. Um. Oh. It'll have like a adju- it'll have different options there's a here's or sped a different up one. maybe maybe it's a frequency i don't know let me try a different one here I'm on so jesus christ I'm um, on, uh, popular science last year. and so it's, it's been about a year 
Who's that this? interstitial ad. This isn't. This isn't. This isn't it. This is some lady in a bush talking about something. Laurel. 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 Still going. Laurel. Treble boosted. Laurel. No effects. Laurel. Laurel. Still here in Laurel. Laurel. Bass boosted. Laurel. Laurel. Treble boosted. Laurel. Is this Laurel. a video you're watching that's doing that? Yeah. yeah. It's a, I think it's just looping now. Oh, God. Well, no, it, I was telling you what it was changing. I threw oh. it in there. But it, uh, there's. Does it sound like a Kevin Nealon joke? I heard it on the radio where they were playing it at a different, I think it's the pitch, and you hear it differently. The, it, you hear Yanny. Oh, different pitch, not treble bass. No, I don't think that's it. Well, good thing we're going to take a halftime today because, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, we, we need to produce this thing this a little thing. bit better. But uh, let's see. I got a couple of things before we, we uh, get into the main thing. We want to talk about just, you know, I've been writing something. It's been in my craw for a while now that um, I need to write more pretty much. I know that. It'll help this show, I think, it's <laughs> clearly. Obviously. <laughs> it'll act as a producer, producer's notes for this show. Um, but I, it'll make, uh, I think it's just another way to engage with everybody. Because I don't see the audience as, this is a podcast audience, I see it as like they digest whatever we're doing. I want to make ours more of a media kind of thing, which sounds douchey, but, you know, a lot of people can't listen to podcasts sometimes because they, yeah. they have to listen to loved ones. But, uh, <laughs> I or, you know, like... That's where those AirPods come in handy. Yeah. And that long hair. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Just drape it. Just think I'm deaf. So I... And just writing is just good. I, I think in general it was – I'm at my best if I'm doing that. So I'm, I'm trying to work on self-calibrating a little bit. What, Where am I – I hate using this word too because this is digital uh, and you hear this every other sentence, which is op- what's my optimal position, yeah. right? What's the optimal me kind of thing? So I was thinking about what's the thing I talk to a lot of our clients about and let's just start there as content. And one thing that – I call it the hairdresser's dilemma. Mm. Um, so we're we're a consulting firm. Not familiar, but I'll, I'll explain. Um, we're a consulting firm that we do the small business consulting side, and we do the digital agency service side. Uh, it's a little bit different. That's kind of our model. We wanted to be a little bit unique and focus on client first. Uh, the hairdresser's dilemma. I used to work for uh, in the salon industry, and so in that salon industry. I found out stylists. We don't know. We don't get this as dudes, especially. I don't think you get a lot of haircuts. I already made fun of myself for it. It's too late. No, I. I just wanted to pile on. I know, <laughs> pile away. Um, Everybody does. But you, what are you taking a three to it every other week or something? That's a one once a week. Oh, uh, well, I forgot you, you were in the clan. But <laughs> I gotta sell my down. So, uh, so the hairdresser's dilemma is that. They're already a little crazy. Like, you have to be a little crazy to do that job, I think. You have to be a people person, but most of them are a little nutty. They'll admit it, too. I'm not saying this, like, I'm talking shit. Yeah. A lot of them I are guess. self-proclaimed crazy people. Yeah, always believe somebody if they say they're crazy. So Yeah, right. Don't be like, nah, you're not. No, <laughs> no I'm sure you're fine. So, um, so they, they'll tell you. They'll be like, I'm just a little nutty. You know, they're not. Here's the deal. We used to uh, rent studios to them they run their own business i could see it over and over and over and over they couldn't get the business stuff done a lot of the time or had no interest but what they do really care about is the clientele they had so the the idea is uh they but they absorb everybody else's crazy too yes so say they're a crazy six six seven out of ten mm-hmm. now they're taking on everybody else's problems all day while working on their feet yes if you're if you're a good stylist it's it can be a hard job to do physically and uh and pay attention like a therapist. Yeah. So that's why that's why the hair the hairstylist dilemma is, you know, they now just ratcheted up the crazy just by sponging. Being around the crazy. Yeah. I mean, and we were kind of doing it's a therapist has that situation too a lot of the time from what I understand. And then I was kind of getting some of that before you kind of came aboard uh but the early years when I was kind of just 
you want to be empathetic, but I was taking on everybody else's heat. Yeah. And it, bringing it home. Uh, th- bringing it home in the sense of like, uh, not, not like projecting any hate or anything like or stress. It would be more of like I'd think about it. Yeah, probably, just going back and thinking yeah. about it, and just like, oh, well, think that about it. Sucks when my headspace could be, you know, should be somewhere else. I hope their court date goes good tomorrow. Yeah, sh- like stuff like that, which I want to. That makes you. I think that makes a good account manager. I think that makes good client services. Yeah, but I. That's why I was so heavy on apps and stuff to remind me some of these littler things. Because mm-hmm. I want to try to free up my headspace at night, at least. Yeah. That's when I'm. That's where the writing creati- can come. Yeah, in. that's why I could be creative, or uh, you know, or just kind of like just be present. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing we talk yeah. about. So, you know, I wanted. To, I'm gonna. We'll post the. Uh, hopefully, I can get it done by today or tomorrow. But I, I just say what people don't tell you about running your own business is it's it's lonely. <laughs> yeah. It's isolating. Yes. And you have to be like, you have to have uh, an ego, enough ego to go. I can do. I can that do everything better. I can make that product better, or I can sell it better, or I can make it more convenient than where I am now, or what that competition is. You have to have something in you to start a business that that has that like, or you could like be crazy and do a disruptor kind of app or model like we're trying to do yeah it's borderline stupid stupid confidence well no you straddle that line right so you're kind of always like there's a duality to a lot of it Mm -hmm. Uh, i I think there's a duality to a lot of like running a business or maybe i just see a lot of things in a contrarian kind of way so everything breaks down in halves but i'd say you know you're you're uh kind of pragmatic in one hand where like you're betting on yourself because you know your work ethic, and mm-hmm. not only only you really knows that. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you might not be as good as you think you are, and you might have delusions of grandeur. The idea that you have, yeah, might not be as good as you think it is. That's real. I think that's harder than, or at least knowing what you're not good at. You know, we talk about that all the time. Where it's like, just don't fight it if you're not good at doing whatever administration stuff, like you and I. That's why. We're in shambles. Uh, well, I mean, it's we know it. We're okay, so we're aware, but we're not really attacking it. We know we can do it. it yeah, sucks. it sucks. It doesn't mean you can't do it, right. right? I think a lot of people find it out that way. Hey, I'm not creative. I, I yeah. No, 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 you are. Let, but you're not a ten. Yeah, you're well, a two. I, yeah, I'd say use it more as a tool to say, okay, if I don't like doing this, is it worth the money to pay somebody else to do it? Whatever that might be. Yeah, or fi- yeah, know? find that goal. Like, we we need a bookkeeper. Okay, $30 an hour seems reasonable. Right. Uh, and uh, good luck finding that. But <laughs> Yeah, and can we... Wh- what's the cost benefit? Yeah, can it's you like do it a, yourself? It's like having a maid at the house. We used to do, like, it makes us feel like we just don't take care of our own place. You know, there's, yeah. there's a time difference. Like, yeah pay a hundred bucks every two weeks they get the deep cleaning stuff done that's what i need to do they come in in two hours get it done but really part of me thinks like i think it's good for us to have to do that because it makes us appreciate all the stuff we have yeah i disagree completely (laughs) cleaning sucks cleaning sucks my whole house has a layer of peanut butter on it man (laughs) those kids it's just you don't even have a dog i know um so I, maybe that's why i need to do get a dog the dogs do uh they are like a a swiffer they yeah sorts. no for sure they they come in handy at this but stage they'll in eat the kids life now nah, a cost benefit of that they're gonna eat something metal or your kids are gonna leave something out i'm already w- pre-worried about that with our dogs mm-hmm. our kids are babies so they're kind of manageable but you yeah. got you got you got walkers man yeah you got runners white walkers White white walkers keeping that clan going. <laughs> so <laughs> it's Game of Thrones. So what I wanted to do in this post, and I'll probably add to what we're talking about here, is you know we're all about trying to give the pragmatic advice, um, and we'll do part two. I've got some stuff I wanted to do at the top of the show, like some apps, some things I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say you know first. I think the first thing you got to do. This is going to be kind of first bullet point was kind of calibrate yourself you got to kind of figure out the issues you got to know know what you don't know Mm -hmm. that's a good point Mm -hmm. annotate that yes (laughs) 
I'm looking off. Oh, he's talking to yeah. the win the intern. Um, uh, calibrate yourself. You know, even diet we talk about a lot. Yeah, that, that can affect your mood. Hey, I crash after lunch because I eat, you probably eat a lot of carbs. carbs, right? Or just try try the keto diet. Try to do less of something, but do a trial and error. I kind of see it as a science. You're a science project. Yeah. The hypothesis is: can I can I do this marathon by October? Uh, okay. I just have to kind of run a little bit more every week until I get there. Yes. I mean, that's uh, the vague. Yeah. I can give you Hal Higdon's book that's on over there. Yeah. That'll give you the layout. But I'm saying, like, it starts with a shitty mile that I couldn't run a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Which is sad, right? You couldn't run a mile? Well, I was struggling to run, like, a 10-minute mile, which is fucking pathetic. No. That's all right. I don't. I, I, I ain't for training me, for. For me. How about that? Oh, I probably wouldn't run a 10-minute mile. I don't it's even only, know. I don't time myself. It, I just it's get most, out and do it. It's mostly relative to me, though, right? So yeah. I'm going against what I know I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, bro- you know, broader. I know what's a six minute or a ten minute mile is not good. It's a mile though. Who cares? Who cares how long it takes? At any rate, I can definitely get it down to sevens and run a lot more. Damn. But I mean, I know, why? and I'm not a sprinter. No, and I don't like it. I hate. I hate running. Yeah. I'm trying to do. That's the thing I'm doing that I don't like. Uh, well, kind of overachieve. So that's. It's kind of or not it's one of those things you, you got to try and set yourself up to succeed too. I've done you it. Know? Where it's like you want to you hate running, don't set the goal of running a marathon or you know, you want to try the keto diet, get some supplies, get some so, almond flour, so, all that stuff. So I started mo- I was going to start last Monday and then I was like, "Oh, I didn't set myself up. I should have gone to the grocery store and plan but also plan out every meal in the beginning." Yeah. I'm not going to do that forever. I know that. But my brain goes, what, are we going to fucking, we're going to plan out every meal for, for in perpetuity? Like, that's how my brain goes. And then my brain's like, oh, you know, fuck it. Let's just go drink some, <laughs> yeah. some uh, highlight beer. Yeah, you know, well, so as you get older, that planning of the meals is going to come in handy. No, no, I, <laughs> shit. It, when you have the kids, you have to plan out meals anyway, so. Right. And for us, we also don't want to throw away as much food. That's kind of like a house goal. Of sorts. I know, dude. So, so we're working on that. So bad. So like planning out meals and doing more frequent trips to the grocery store, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, but I've been looking at this home biogas thing. You ever heard of that? Uh-uh. It's, it's basically uh, like a machine that you put in your yard and you put like all of your organic refuse in there. And it processes it and produces natural gas from your waste. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I got as far as trying to figure out what appliances can actually use it or how it, you harvest What is it called? Home biogas, I think it is. Um, hey, guys, come see me. I'll, I'll figure out a better name. I know. <laughs> that sounds like but, you're hotboxing your house. Yeah, I know. But I was like, man, that's, that's something. That would make me feel a lot better. All those damn Cheerios I'm throwing away, you know? Yeah, uh, the stuff with gray water as well. That's a long-term goal when we get a new house is, like, try to see how we can fit that into the criteria or how we can work on it. That's a long-term goal down the line. Oh, you're talking about gray water as, like, an irrigation? Yeah, like reusing a lot of that water. It feels feels gross. If you really break down how much we waste per household, it's like, you're like Jesus Christ, and it doesn't take. A How are we not out of water yet? Right, right, and that's why Florida gets sinkholes because we're taking all spring water. <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, the uh, California runs out of water because the Colorado River dries up too. And yep, uh, we're getting down that path. Sorry, I want to keep it over, over. Yeah, I know it's bad <laughs> when I'm wrangling it. Yeah, we'll we'll go till uh, thirty, and then we'll part to it in a little bit. Okay. Um. I would say you got to calibrate yourself. It's just like any problem you're trying to solve in a way that you always have to know what happened before and the current status. So you're trying to solve a pipe leak. Okay. What are the, what kind of pipes is this house? You know, is this a 1940s house that has old kind of pipes, copper pipes. And then when did it start? When did the leak start? You know, how long has it been going? Is there any pattern? That's to me. That's how almost everything breaks down when you're trying to diagnose a problem, and y- y- you're on your way to the solution. Kind yeah, of thing. take it step by step. 
Yeah, just uh, start at the water droplets. You don't have to do it in like okay, this is like very formal, and you probably everybody kind of does that anyway. A lot of people don't really look at patterns. I'd say. Mm, yeah, it, it's not intuitive for everyone to right to say. Oh, it happens every time I flush the toilet. This it's knocking. It's like you're sound. late every time we do a podcast. You're late yeah. by thirty minutes, <laughs> and you'd be like, and it's the other way around, really. But you'd be like, well, if I could show the Nest camera. That shows everybody coming in, and give you like empirical evidence. Then, then there's a trend that's objectively there. Yes, uh, you're late by 15 minutes at least every time we meet. That's not fair, but I have nothing to really back that up. It's a feeling, which is kind of harder to prove. I just kind of feel like I hate you. <laughs> a visceral reaction. You're late ass. I, dude, I have I have a problem with being punctual and i i i do too uh, though i punch myself when i'm late like i don't even like being late for stuff we're doing and it's kind of flexible but at the same time i know you've got stuff to do i've got stuff to do and delaying it is selfish or giving you a bad time that i know didn't work yeah no i mean or i didn't think about it's it. it's important though it's one thing you can handle so yeah <laughs> learn how long your shit takes how long does everything take that you do plus with the phones now if you get somewhere early you have an instant awesome fucking box in your yeah, hand. You're not <laughs> you bored. So Just get everywhere early. Have you ever, when have you been bored in like ever since a cell phone? Really? With a cell phone? Sometimes. Sometimes. But you should do something else. But you're when you're your eyes are burning out of your head <laughs> from the <laughs> when you're looking the at screen. the phone too much, you, you're like, I gotta, I gotta get off that. That I, that I agree with. But all right. Hone it in. <laughs> Stick together. All right. So first thing, self-calibrate, right? Kind of figure it out. What can I do overall maybe to kind of – loneliness, is it depression too? You know, have I always dealt with this and never really gone to it? Yeah. I know for me, working out physically, it, it I, I will get a, a, like a mild form of depression if I don't. I just know that. That's just if how. If you don't work out alone? Yeah. If I, no, I don't care about alone, working out alone. I uh, just need, just I need that out. physical something to clear my brain. Yeah. It's just how I work. I know that. I've known that since I was like 13. Yeah. Well, uh, it's like, uh, you know, the writing too, right? Anything where you're just focusing on the one thing, where you can't do anything else. So to me, that's a, that is a need. The writing's more of a want kind of thing, but I see it career professionally. I see that more of a need now. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I guess I mean in a way of battling a depression sort of thing. Sure. That creative outlet's super important. Some would know. call it journaling. <laughs> yeah, you know? whatever. That's fine. You know. I mean, this is. I am writing about this because I've gone through it. You know, and it is cathartic to kind of go. Well, if I am talking to people about it, I should really articulate this a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So that's what this was good for. Uh, writing it out and talking about it on here. It's cathartic. I hope it, it's helping someone else, even though we're kind of all over the road. Um, we'll summarize at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Hopefully, Wen's paying attention. <sighs> she's fired if she's not. Sleeping. <laughs> Free internship. <laughs> she's fired if she's not. Uh, okay, so she heard uh, Yanny, by the way. I know it. Who? What? No. Oh. It's <laughs> a callback. <laughs> callback so, to the shitty beginning. So surround yourself with uh, people that... Uh, I, I have a co-share uh, office space that I'm a member of, and I still have it mainly because I like working sometimes in a place that I see a lot of people doing stuff. Yes. Uh, I see a lot of people driven, walking with purpose, uh, making, you can see they're a little stressed, but they're, or some guys that are like pumped because something happened for work. I like being around that. I like having people in this office that are entrepreneurial. I, I like being in this building where we have our video partners across the hall that are right align with us that you know yeah we need to work on our own stuff a lot of the time definitely helps you step up yeah be like the other people you can nice and busy and if you're doing digital work man you can really you can really hide behind email and text and facebook message and not really talk to anybody yes except for the starbucks barista yeah you're going to work at uh it's weird the office thing does it, it makes you change your mindset just being here. It gets back to the uh, you can't really 
be doing laundry right now. You can't be mowing your yard right now. Yep. So it's like removes all those other concerns that you might have normally. And like uh, like having our office, it is like kind of having a side house where I, I got to take care of this place and I haven't been doing it that well. And uh, it's that thing. I of swear like, to God, if you rearrange this furniture one more time. Well, I just don't want to buy. I'm quit. cheap. I just don't want to buy anything. And I'm trying to use what we got. Uh, but it's like a bonsai tree to me. Like this ho- office is a living document, just like a business plan. It's going to change. It's going to morph. What's going to be the best for us at the time? I don't. That's it's growing. It's morphing really fast. You got a couple thousand you want to throw into this place? No, you just right. leave the stuff where it is now. This is perfect. Thank Everything's you. good. Hey, functionally, it's hard to get, looks man. Good, and you know we don't need to move it. I'm an interior decorator, but in heart. But uh, my thing is, you know, all right. So go seek out. Maybe you don't want to do that. Seek out other groups. Maybe take a class. Right, mm-hmm. a class you don't want to do. I always say try to find one thing you don't like doing, and trying to go at it. The that's tough. Getting the motivation to go I to agree. a class for something you don't like. No, so not something you don't like. You just don't want to go to class. You're curious about something, okay. but I mean, physically going to a class would suck. Yes, for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people like it. They learn better that way. Yeah, uh, I would see that as a big pain in the ass. Yeah, but well, I my need wife. To, like I need to take that Dave Ramsey class. You what? know, the financial class. I was uh, telling you about oh, where you go. Personal budgeting kind of thing. Yeah, strip you naked and count your money in your wallet. Something uh, like that. We hear a lot of sad stories, I guess. Yeah. Like AA or something like that. But <laughs> I don't want my game to ever get to that point, especially legalized gambling coming out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is scary. I'm glad I, I haven't really done that in a while. I don't know. I, I'm not I, a big gambler. I have to just not do it. Sports can be, you know. Fantasy sports and shit, that's kind of different. Yeah, but you you have you think you know. Like remember when FanDuel came out, we're like, Oh, oh I got this I know. shit. They undervalued yeah. Odell Beckham, he's a rookie, they don't even know. You know FanDuel like, sucks. Whatever. I don't like it. it, it DraftKings. Same Well, no, I know. They have ca- that new one draft where you actually pick di- nobody has the same guy. So that one's a little bit better, but like Dude, in game gambling on props and stuff, that's gonna get dangerous. That there's yeah, there's a timeout or halftime, and you can bet on crazy shit. Yeah, I know. I mean, from it, your phone—that's the problem. Phone. Well, it'll filter out the uh, degenerates. You know, if you got that bad a gambling problem. Uh, sorry. I think gambling's kind of like the food addiction. So I think it's harder than the other ones because it's like, I don't know why, but it just food obviously because you have to eat. So mm. if you have a food addiction, it's really tough to kick i think i mean you gambling has an end game when you run out of money doesn't it or yeah the but i mean comes like after you. Th- those gambler anonymous meetings are possibly worse than because you're not you're not like on drugs so you can't your behavior shouldn't be that way right it's almost a mental illness yeah you almost don't have the excuse of right. drugs right, for right, your right. behavior so um all right so i'm going to give out some more pragmatic advice we are very late for a meeting that's in our mm-hmm. office and we'll do a part two uh, after our meeting's done. Maybe. Sound good? Don't worry. I'll, I'll do it solo if you can uh, roll. Uh, all right. Well I don't think it'll be a long meeting. See how I feel. All right. Uh, let's, I'll, let's at least get some outro music. Eric, don't just kill it. Don't kill the vibe. I'm not going right to kill the vibe. Right there. I'm in a good mood. No hottie toddy. Part two. Nobody believed we were coming back. No, you know. I didn't believe we were coming back. We're like Drake. We went bottom to the top, man. <laughs> yeah. Just He's like Drake. Just like Drake, baby. You know, Drake's been fighting with <laughs> with people on the Raptors because he's too passionate. Is he a Raptors fan? Yeah, he's from Toronto. Dude, between Drake and the NBA, I got no idea what the hell you're talking about. Okay. Uh, he... He's doing like the Spike Lee of Toronto, the Toronto version of it. Did not even know the Raptors were any good yeah. until like two weeks ago. They just, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not bad. Let's uh, let's do our ads now, which may have zoned you out as a listener, but we're gonna we're gonna breeze through these, right? Grasshopper, get a phone line if you're running a side hustle, running a business. Don't be a jabroni and use Google Voice. Go to trygrasshopper.com/sweat. Get the hookup, holler if you hear me. For our listeners, you got to use trygrasshopper.com slash sweat. Fresh books. You are going through them fast. Yeah. You don't go through anything fast. Accounting, 
I, I'm working on brevity as part of calibration. Uh, FreshBooks accounting, cloud accounting software. Look, you're probably not happy with QuickBooks like we are. You're probably not happy with Zero. We're switching over. GoFreshBooks.com slash sweat is the URL. Our listeners get the hookup. Again, GoFreshBooks.com forward slash sweat. And our last sponsor is Wolby Parker. Wolby Parker? It's the Disruptor Eyeglass Company that don't don't get ripped off $300, $400 for glasses. That's insane. Preposterous. That hurts my dad wallet back. Ain't no way it costs that much to make them things. It's called inf- it's called artificial inflation. When you, you got Kanye glasses. When you dictate the market as one entity, Lexotica, 97% of the, the sunglass and eyeglass share and eyeglass health insurance, they can artificially inflate the price to $300, $400. That's why your sunglasses, eyeglasses are so goddamn expensive. Go to Warby Parker. They have awesome looking sunglasses. Not only are they aesthetically great, but they're around $95. And they'll take your prescription. You get five cent to you if you go to warbyparkertrial.com slash sweat. These links will be in the episode description. I'll say the last one again. Warbyparkertrial.com slash sweat like Keith Sweat. Yep. Yeah. See? Can you name one Keith Sweat song? My body. Okay, name two Keith Sweat songs. Um, exactly. It's going to be tough. Yeah. You know? You know? You know? I I I do I dish it out. I gotta take it sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't just dish Is it that out. One of the songs you called me out, man, and I don't know that much Key Sweat stuff. I don't know if it's he really actually good had for any me. other songs. He, you know, he's got a bunch of stuff. It's I just can't all picture. I, I mid nineties. Brian McKnight. It's because you're racist. Oh, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Oops. He kind of looks like uh, Wayne. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Brady. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Brian McKnight. Uh, if I just give you enough time, you'll be the racist. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll I'll peter out yeah, for sure. Yeah, you take it. But I'm not racist, so it, ne- it doesn't bother me. Oh well, if you say that, then that that's true. Well, oh, you married a white person. I didn't. How about that? Think about that. She's huh? Italian. Think about that. <laughs> Shit. The least She's white of the Itali- white. The whitest <laughs> Italian of all time. Uh, I love mm. you, Doc. Don't uh, don't get mad. She doesn't listen to this. All right. Yeah, she's not gonna know. Let's go back to what we're going on. It was uh, was self calibration. Let's not be lonely as business owners or uh, side hustlers. It is a lonely thing. You, you're you're a little delusional in a good way sometimes. Hopefully most of the time, but sometimes you can get off your rocker, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to cr- uh, creating a routine is part of what I wanted to put out there. Ooh yeah. Um, as men, I think especially, I think women naturally plan a little bit better about they look. I think they look more into the future. Not at my house, but I, I think, think we're a little bit different. I said, think about it. I didn't say really yeah. do anything about it. I Actually, my wife said that we should be celebrating me on Mother's Day because I'm more like the mom. She's more like the dad. Actually, wow. Going <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I agreed with her. I was like, you're right. You yeah. should be kissing my ass today. That's not a bad thing. I just uh, surprised you throw that out on air. No, um, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't. even though you don't care... I, I get it. It still doesn't feel like it's like I don't know if that feels right. Mm, you're making it worse for me now. Well, you, unless now you guys cross dress in the bedroom, then we don't wear nothing in the bedroom. Ooh, married sex. How boring. All right. So um, I would say routine is huge. I think guys need routine. That's my that guys was definitely need that's, routine. That's yeah. what I was kind of getting to. Yeah, we uh, we're a creature. We're more creatures of habit. Um, it, it can be more like kind of zeros and ones than, you know, it helps take away the sting of certain things. You know, if it's built into your, uh, your wiring, your software, that you're going to get up and do this automatically. Don't think about, do I want to do this? That doesn't come into play. I think of the extreme examples like Nick Saban eats the same thing for breakfast and lunch. So he doesn't <laughs> have to think about it, which well, I kind of like. Yeah. Cause how much time do you spend? Like, Oh, I can't wait to nosh on this. And like, Every meal's got to be delicious now. Like it has to be the best meal ever. Yeah, I could. T- I mean, if I were a single man, I'd probably be eating the same thing every day. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't really care, but it's nice to get a nice uh, new meal. Do you eat your kids' stuff just because you 
I, I, I just do it out of cheapness. Like, I don't want to eat the leftover cinnamon toast crunch, but I'm like, I don't want to throw this away. I don't. But what? that's where the home biogas comes in handy. <laughs> oh, good like call. So much, you know, the kids—they don't know what they want ever. So routine. I even I even went so far as to go in my iCal and just try to have a gridded schedule of every every like block, an hour or two hour blocks, and try to grid it out and see how good I could stick to that. Yeah, it's a little tough with the way our wacky uh, work is, but it's helped kind of. It's helped get closer. We're n- I'm not where I, I'm, I want to be, according to my schedule, but I'm getting. We're getting closer, a little bit every day. Kinda. Well, if you're calibrating yourself, you know, and you have um, kind of what I tried to do was, if you know, okay, I'm going to be working out. I'm going to lift weights for an hour, four times a week. Right. It doesn't have to be the same time every day, all the time. You know, you can move these blocked schedule pieces around know what you got to do and how long it's going to take and just account for it. It's you know? a very good point, and that's just like diets, right? Yeah. People will go, I'm going cold turkey on this, and then you watch the Super Bowl, eat like shit, yeah. and like you just go, fuck it. Or like, they didn't prepare for their new diet, you know, and they're like, oh, they get home and they're like, I don't have anything to eat on this new diet. Uh, and preparation uh, isn't bring, bringing over your shit on everybody else. Don't bring a vegan something because you are. Don't ruin everybody's Super Bowl <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Like, Just like you know, eat before you go. That's mm-hmm. what I usually what I do, and I'll go, oh, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely eat before if you don't want to eat like a pig. Like a Super yeah, Bowl party. yeah, I try to eat as much of whatever the diet is before I go to something like that where I know I'd just be a, just a total gross pig Yeah, and just eat as much crackling uh, pork from from Louisiana um, or, yeah. or just a, any anything on the pig that they got. Oh, fried. I'm to the point where it's like, it's not even a di- it's either keto or you're not eating keto. It's the two ways I can you people can eat in my mind yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It's like not and all the uh, carb eating is kind of all the same to the point. You know, it's like if you don't if you don't um limit it then it's going to be basically the same. And I, I don't think food has that direct correlation. I think we all hear about what we're eating is adjusting our mood i think it has like a transitive property almost right so like i'm eating more carbs than i need to it's adding more weight than i need to carry on on my frame probably like went to the doctor yesterday and 194 that's bad that's really bad i'm 511 that's crazy well i'm bottom heavy i'm always going to be a little bit heavier than what you should be at 511 but is that an excuse you know like yeah people will be like that's your frame and i'm like See, I'm on the other end. Tiny frame. It's well now everybody hates your, your guts. Well, <laughs> it's not like a good thing. Like it's my wrists be- are like the size of like a little lady's wrist. Oh, I was gonna say you got lady wrists. Yeah, d- big for time. Days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never noticed. Right? No, I've never noticed your wrists. Like that's why my arm hair. I think my arm hair. Maybe you is are counting. <laughs> I know, dude. That. You really think about that, like body dysmorphia of your wrists? No, I'm <laughs> just saying it's a your wrist size is a good way to tell how big your frame is. You know, that's a good accounting, I guess, if you can overlap your fingers or something. There's some kind of the test. Ray Charles rule where he would he would feel up a girl's wrist to see if she was big or not. Yeah, that's that, that's probably that's I love good. that that hand, he would do a handshake and he'd take the other hand oh, and put it on the other side. He probably had such great tips. And he'd be like, "No, thank you." You <laughs> know, like I didn't know that. Yeah, it's in the movie. That's right in the beginning. Um, so I would say routine's good, and don't kill yourself if you mess up. That's I would do that with. Uh, I'm gonna do this diet, and you, I'm gonna go hard in the paint, and then I mess up. And, and you go hard in the paint the other way. I get a case of the fuckets and yeah. just go. Uh, um, so uh, and like keeping a schedule, keeping a routine. You're right. Like the workout sometimes. Right now, the way our kids sleep, it's not. I'm not going to be able to wake up at four. I didn't realize that before when I tried to start doing it, and I was really pushing this to happen. It, I need a similar bedtime. That that I can control, right? Yeah, you're gonna have to adapt. But if adapt. I can't, if I like, I know I can't. I did this Monday night. I can't work out four thirty in the morning because I'm watching the kids, and I'm going to let my wife sleep. Uh, and they've been waking up a lot more frequently lately. All right, so. It's nine o'clock now. I'll just go. I'll go for a run in a couple minutes and get that done. That'll count as tomorrow. Yeah. In a way. That'll work. And I did three miles and 
and I was and it helped me because I was tired enough to just go right to sleep. Yeah, I mean, I kind of set quotas for the week, sort of thing. Once you get to the, you know, have you ran four times? Okay, don't have to run for three days if you don't want. You know, right? That way, you can kind of give yourself some uh, leeway. But you got to make sure you don't just keep back loading <laughs> the week. Of yeah, COVID. like uh, I got to run a marathon. Uh, I owe myself. And go grocery shopping three times. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I think routines huge. Um, having projects or goals where you really like really look at a calendar i do i write it out like almost draw it out and go here are the short term here are the long term mm -hmm. here's what i want to do you do them at the same time long term is you just chip away at uh like becoming organized there's no real way of qualifying that but i'm working on it little by little because i know that's not going to work in a household with kids when they get older yeah well so much of it is just bringing it to your the front of your mind thinking about it you know Keeping it there, uh, present so sort of thing. So how do we how do we not uh, bring on loneliness? I'm trying to just I'm going to do the Chris Rock thing and keep asking the question, you yeah. know, where he does a bit. He's like, "Women be shopping," <laughs> just says it like 40 times. Yeah. Um, that's going to be my people need that. That'll be my reset point for when I'm like, "All right, we're getting on a tangent highway a bit." Women be shopping. <laughs> uh, there's black people and there's uh, okay so. See, told you, just give you enough time. It's Chris Rock's bit, not mine. I'm just repeating it. So, uh, my thing is, with trying to surround yourself with people that are entrepreneurial, I think really helps. Find a co-share, even if you have an office. Maybe sublet part of your office. If you are in an office, you don't need all that square footage. I think it's easy for entrepreneurs to feel threatened by having people of similar uh industries around and not saying industries uh, i all right. or i heard sarah silverman would go write jokes in a hotel lobby she like even in la where she lives she would go to a hotel lobby because there's a weird sense of like there's people around you it makes you like want to you can't fuck around yeah i guess my it's more like an insecurity I mean, if you're a first-time entrepreneur, if you've had a successful business before, you, then that's completely different. Or but, you're just trying you're trying something on the side. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a little bit of insecurity that comes with that, and like making friends, even with people that do exactly what you do, is not the worst thing in the world. Like you can, there's usually say, enough to go around, fine, and yeah, that you can learn from them. There's yeah, there's usually enough money to go around. Like we we work with technically our competitors a lot because. There's not we're not going head to head and like RFPs request for proposals. That's like some really high level shit. Like mm -hmm. we're not we're not there and we don't like to do them even if they come up. Yeah, because it's like you just did a third of the work for free. I know. And it's just dumped. So my thing is we have a group of people, though, that we're around. We're, we're kind of creating a super friends group, a digital justice league. Still know, working on the name. Uh, powder keg for now and people can we, we can kind of bitch to each other about what's going on which is cathartic uh our loved ones don't know the this world kind of thing i think a message board is also good too if you, you find an online community you can kind of share information or kind of vent what's going on you know that used to be such a weird and uh, weird thing to do but now i think it's like because chat rooms used to be kind of creepy. There's a ton, but like of Reddit, those social just media, reading, just reading Reddit is like you know for yeah. what you're trying to do is oh, always well, like there's uh, a subreddit for everything, right? Right. You know, but there's social media, you know, networks beyond Facebook. I mean, industry specific stuff. Like, my wife isn't on Facebook. She's on Dental Town, right? All the time, right, right, right. Like that's where she learns a lot of new stuff. Gets you can ask questions. You can do all that stuff. And I'm you know all industries have a form of that one way or another yeah if it's just a website even might not have an app but whatever some might be more uh for-profit kind of groups making them but whatever i mean yeah. you need you do need that kind of stuff um mm -hmm. another virtual thing that we've talked about is uh talk space for a therapist online therapist yeah. knows you're doing it it might be good i always talked about doing it proactively and now we're uh, kind of doing it uh re reactive retroactively uh, we're yeah i I would talked about I would help my friends find someone. Then I was like, I should do this just to do it because I've never talked to a therapist. And then now talking to one just because we're so crazy because we're not sleeping. Basically, that's my theory. Mm -hmm. um, 
but it is good as much as I can talk to you about a lot of stuff, which I, I do. Um, and on this podcast, I try to talk as, you know, I'll give you about 99%. I can't give the house away, the full kitchen sink. Yeah. But as much as I want to. You're as well, getting almost all of it. <laughs> yeah, you're us. getting about, I try to be as transparent as possible, but I try to be respectful of everybody else that's yeah. not here. Or even if they're here, I feel you get a vibe out of a guest. Um, but I'd say Talkspace is really good, and you can it'll link you up to a therapist that's kind of like a uh, like Netflix used to be. What kind of movies do you like? Mm-hmm. And it would figure out what to show you. It's kind of like that. They'll figure out therapists. It's kind of good for you. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so that's kind of and you don't got to leave the house. Right. Nobody will know. No waiting room. And if you if you don't have health insurance, that'll cover stuff. It. You know, that's that's for you. This is for you, really, because it's out of pocket. But if you really think about, like, you're paying a gym membership for physical, why not pay for this kind of mental membership? Mental gym. Yeah. You know, um, I would say in real life, IRL, as they call it, mm-hmm. in the gaming community. Yep. Um, I would say for business-wise, I'm in a B&I group, and the only reason I really go is because it, it's something Try I have new to jokes. attend. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm negative I'm negative funny at those things because uh, I don't want to try to make a joke. Because a stand-up comic, right? What? Right. I just tell people I have shows. If you want to come, here's some tickets. <laughs> but like I, I only recently have tried to like be a little funny. But I, I don't know. I I always feel like if you push too hard to be funny in business meetings, and it falls flat. They're not trying to hire a fucking comedy writer, you know. Yeah. Also, if it's really early in the morning for you those B and I meetings. So yeah, that's hard to be on. That's the deal. People that hear about this in this podcast, if they know about it, they really know about it. Probably. If you don't know about it, it's almost like a secret society of business networking meetings that go on in almost every city around the world, every major city, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, in the United States, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's well, like there's multiple ones in, in Tampa alone. There's has about a dozen. Yeah. yeah, they have multiple ones. And we're, you know, 300... Oh, wait. Excuse me. We are... The metropolis area is about 3.2 million. So, and I think we have a total of about... Between here and St. Pete, we have 20 groups or something like that. Yeah. And my group has 50 people in it. A lot of them are, are business owners, just luckily. I don't think that happens normally. However, the other people that aren't business owners, they're self-starter kind of jobs like sales, uh, you know, business development kind of stuff, stuff where you're independent. What's the I? Is it it's business networking? What? International. Is the I? Oh, international. Super corny. Uh, they have a lot of... Worldwide. You have, to, you have to go every week. That's the deal. And I think that's why it works. The attendance makes you go, mm-hmm. and they're crazy about it. They're really yeah. strict. When, if you'd like to come, uh, our interns off my, off camera, if you want to come with me to see, it's like a, it's like everybody gets up. It's not. It's like kind of depressing, <laughs> the where, where we do it, but you don't want to go. I've don't got. Do don't do it. I've got a group of people that it's good that I know I can talk to a few people every week, especially. Especially when you need someone for your house too. When you it is really nice to have somebody <laughs> you trust that you have to. They'll see you again next week. Right. Can't just do a shitty job and then leave town and never see him again. Yeah, yeah like that's a huge. handyman company. Take it all back. The B and I group might be worth it just for that reason. Oh, it, it it's lowers like, cost, dude. It's just. I mean, I use an AC guy. Was it AC? Yeah, AC yeah, yeah. guy from your B and I group after getting screwed over by another company. It's like. So there's that inherent trust because I know he's credible. Yeah. How are we doing? I see a pop. It's saying it's slow internet. Okay. Um, I, I, so B&I is good. Did it just shut down? No. no it's still, still red. We're still, <laughs> good. We're still good. Uh, B&I is good. It's, and it's inexpensive. If you can carve out uh, three or four hours a week, I think that you can do that. Almost everybody can do that, by the way. Uh, we have lawyers that have to go to court from 9 to 12. Uh meet with people at lunch, you know, once or twice a week. You do these one-on-ones to get to know people in there. That's how I know Mike's a good AC guy. Yeah. Because I vetted him. He's been to my house. Then I used him. Then I referred him. They become, like, almost self-vetting in a way. You know, if, if you got somebody uh, shitty, they're going to get kicked out. Oh, I tell everybody in there, the fact that you you attend this, you're so much better than most of the business owners out yeah. there. Because you ha- you have to voluntarily go to this thing that you probably won't see results from. Revenue-wise, for a couple months, yeah, 
and you have to kind of trust the system that works. Yeah. So there's that. You can do a uh, chamber of commerce, but those are kind of I don't the reason those don't work is there's too loosey goosey, you know. Yeah. Junior league if you're a lady. Yeah. There's a lot of those around the country. We're too old. Freemasons we should join. I just yeah. heard about that on uh shout out to uh Dan Cummins Time Suck podcast. He yeah, did Freemasonry is weird. He did a whole podcast about the Freemasons. Yeah. Literally, we could just walk over there and ask to join. Yeah. That's no, you just have like. to ask. It's not as creepy as. No. Yeah. I've just read some books, you know. <laughs> Whoa. Books. Look at the uh, big brain free, on air. Freemasons go back a long way, man. Uh, yeah. They said to the Egyptian days. So, yeah. I, you know, there's there's a bunch of things out there. Maybe you're into a hobby that has some some kind of ritual meetup. How about that? I was going to say, like, church is good, but. You know, a lot of people that are listening probably don't go uh, or whatever your religion uh, flavor is. But I'd say there's ritual to these these communal groups. Right. Mm-hmm. If you do a volunteer group, maybe it's something that like is consistently showing up. You can't just pop in, do soup kitchen, pop out. Yeah. There's something you feel to like that. It. Yeah. I feel like the ritual of community is really important. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. I feel like we might not have that as well as we could. The yeah, no, we definitely especially since we can hide behind a screen, we definitely it's getting harder. Yeah. That's why we have the term in real life. <laughs> like sadly I, I thought that was dumb and then I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess we're not re- I'm not really talking to someone via text. Like this is not a real conversation. Yeah. Back in you know, twenty years ago everything was IRL. The <laughs> last one uh is real easy that I had is just proactively, just you're in the car, just call people up. I, I used to do that all the time, right? You're in the car, the car sucks. I would, I'd go, hey, I hadn't talked to my one of my best friends uh, from college in a long time. I'd just randomly call him up, see if I can get him. Yeah. And I'll just kind of roll call some sometimes like that if I know I'm going to be in the car doing errands or whatever. You know, there's something to that, that if it's someone out of town, they're gonna, I just try to go, who haven't I talked to in a while? And have I been a shitty brother and son? Usually, yes. So I try to call parents. On the way in, I walked in talking to my sister. That's good. Because I'm trying to be a little bit better about that. Yeah. So family first, obviously. But um, Yeah, that's a good thing. I should do that more. You, but you live near... My parents live in my neighborhood, so I see them almost every day of my life. But can you take that for granted, too? That, you know, oh, I definitely my do. My family lives in the same city, and we're not we're all within five miles of each other, but rare is a time that we're all getting up. You yeah. Know? And I don't see them a lot. I care about them, but it, it, you know, it's that thing of like, <sighs> you know... I don't it's wanna, an effort, dude. I don't wanna, I, you know, I don't want to pack the kids up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Once you have his, the kids, are, they're, they're an issue but every really time. Is that that big of a deal? No. No. I'm creating... If you're going to their house and hanging out at at a family member's house, it's totally different than going to lunch out in public with those two kids. Creating invisible hurdles, right? I'm creating these... It's like people who tell us, like, I don't know, I'm not... I don't know tech-savvy stuff. And it's like, okay, well, you know, that's fine, but you're just pushing against it now. Yeah. Like, we're trying to tell you, this shit works online. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Online advertising works. It's not black magic. You gotta come our way a little bit. Oh, Yeah. And if you keep going, I just don't know. Oh yeah, you figure it out an iPhone. I'll just make it worse. I'll, I'll never <laughs> right, get right. it. My thing is like you do it. I'll just. They, I'll they have an worse. iPhone on the table, and they know how to use it. They probably know how to use it better than I do. I'm not like the most savvy, you know, iPhone user. I would say like, if you figured that out, we can we can get you to you know somewhere. Yeah. So stop creating these hurdles before you get started too. That goddamn, I do that a lot. Yeah. I do that administrative, like, we all hate administrative work, and I'll do that. I'll be like, well, what am I going to do? Figure out a template? Yeah. Well, i got to do that. There's always that buildup. Right. Oh, this is going to suck. Someone call it And it never snowball. sucks <laughs> as bad as, yeah. Here we go with the Florida snowball. I'm, gonna, I'm forcing it too much. Um, I would say, and then try to trim down the fat, the bullshit time. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you want to create time, ultimately, to be able to hang with people. Yeah. So you have to do that. I should have probably put that in the beginning. It's good I'm talking this out before I write it. Yep. Uh, but you should do more writing. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I want to start my uh, these newest uh, posts by saying I don't know structure <laughs> anymore. I barely know grammar. Um, 
I'm just gonna have this it's ramble. Like a Christopher and Nolan movie. This is from my narrative, and you can suck it if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. So That's what Christopher Nolan says too. Does he? Mm-hmm. I d- I brought up Batman Begins this morning in my B and I group to <laughs> someone. I was like, weird. Look, you're just—it's all fear. It's just like Batman Begins, and he was like, what? And I was like, uh, never mind. Have you seen it? <laughs> it's no. a great movie. But it fe- I mean, fear. Uh, a lot of people project. Uh, a lot of stonewalling and a lot of like if you just kind of accept that you're going to suck at something or you need to learn something you're just scared usually yeah. when, when you're doing quit looking at it as yourself look at it as some a third party Is yeah it really going to be that bad probably not right usually right so there's all those things i think fa- it starts at home with a lot of this stuff if you are you know feeling actual depressed it's really hard to tell that line between bummed and bummed is different than depressed. Depressed, I think, is like it's really getting in the way of you doing normal stuff. Yeah, it's like a borderline physical effect. That's what I heard alcoholism. Like, you can drink a lot if you're not, and I'm not saying a functional alcoholic. I'm saying, like, when that starts getting in the way of your normal day to day stuff yeah. and relationships, that's when it becomes a problem. Right. Same, same with depression. I think that's how you kind of qualify it. Like, if uh you know if you're bummed out so much that you're not getting out of bed mm-hmm. or you're going late to work just cuz you can't get yourself out of bed yeah that's red flag i've been there uh not and i don't think i, I don't know if i was depressed or bummed it's kind of yeah you don't it's those are not medical diagnosis diagnoses but <laughs> i'm purposely <laughs> using bummed so no i'm not qualified yeah, to, I to know. make that pretty clear yeah. but it's that thing of like you know uh, it can be both, you know. It, it can be both for sure. It's not know. they're not I- exclusive. I'm just saying, like, um, you know, if it's a dark cloud hanging over you, like I felt like uh, credit card debt was like that for a while. Yeah, right. It's just this uh, this thing in the this room always insurmountable. Yeah, it keeps getting bigger, you know, because it's so hard to attack at a mm-hmm. certain point, and it just feels like you're just carrying this cloud over you, like that. There's a pharmaceutical commercial used to have yeah like a bummed out pac-man or something like that it wasn't like a i'm human. thinking of like a claritin commercial for the allergy medicine where they would be like grayscale and then they took their claritin and it was colorful after yeah that. yeah yeah uh whatever metaphor works for you <laughs> <laughs> medicine works <laughs> no and try i don't know i may i would say my personal opinion is try not to do any medicine if you can at first but i know that's i'm not clinical and that's not that's not a way to go about it. Yeah, there's about but 50 I'll things you could try before you go to the, the meds. You yeah, know. it's like uh, breathing, right? You're big yeah. on that. Uh, breathing. Do an ice bath. Jump in some cold water. You watch how awesome you feel after that. You, you know? get, And y'all can hit us up with uh, issues you want. If you have business questions just in general, it doesn't have to be about this topic. That's how we're going to end this thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us up. Eric at Toko Work or at uh, SweatEquityPod.com or Toko Works. Or to- whatever, whatever your flavor. Uh, law at SweatEquityPod podcast. What's our email? Both. Both. Okay, I gotta log into that one. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a thousand messages. I hope there's not like a bunch just sitting in the hopper. Um, but Law at Toko Works as well. You can hit us at social media. We're on all the stuff. We're whores. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to list them out anymore. Big time. Just go to sweatequitypod.com. Send us questions, little though. Thingies. I want to answer questions on here. Eventually, I want to get this to a live kind of call-in or uh, Skype-in show. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the pragmatic apps I wanted to tell you all about, before I forget, is uh, I was just using a transcription app because uh, fuck you, Dragon, Dictate, Ooh, Nuance. I didn't know that. They, uh, I was like, hey, I haven't been able to use this app for two months. Can you refund me? And they're like, nah. And I was like, what? D- okay, I, now I had to. And you can, can ask. S- you can ask Sam and uh, and Henry in the office. I, I literally had to go. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, if you tell me no, I I you said you can't do anything. I don't believe that. This is me to a customer service person yeah. after being kicked around to three phone lines. I said, okay, you're gonna lose a customer for life because I am that spiteful. I will not return to this app if I don't get refunded. And Plus, you got a podcast come after you, bro. Oh yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Except we can't uh, transcribe you. any of this. Yeah. 
We can. I have the desktop app. Oh, good. It's fine. It just it, it wouldn't connect to my mobile, which is kind of an inconvenience when you really want to use this thing. Yeah. And so, uh, fuck you, Nuance, and Digital River, yeah. your parent company, or your legal company, and uh, your legal name for your business. And they gave me one month back. And so I said, fuck that. Spite can drive you to do a lot of things. You can use that fuel. And so I found a good transcription app called Just Press Play. I think it's all one word. It's on the Apple Store. It's five bucks. I used it this morning. You do the recording, and then it'll it'll populate in front of your eyes. Flash forward to the next podcast. Fuck you, Just Press Play. <laughs> I asked for five dollars back. My whole thing is if like I get bad like I get bad products and service. I get it. Like I understand that. I can tolerate that. I can't tolerate like a disdain for the customer in a customer service line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, Ugh, no one made you, you have to do this. Like, yeah. By the way, if you're like Zappos, you'll save money. Yeah. If you put money into it, it'll save you money. If you're a big company, especially like I, that's like unheard of to me. So spark post was the other one. If you have Adobe products, they, they, uh, my buddy used to work at Adobe and he said they were making moves a couple of years ago to buy these apps out and then code it with their branding on it. Uh, so the Adobe mobile apps used to have a bad name and now there's a lot of good ones and spark post is one of those I really like for doing uh, social media posts. So I need a creative to make, or I like doing concepts for logos and icons and, and color schemes and stuff. I can kind of do that on my phone. Whereas I, I'd have to sit on a desktop and kind of do it. Yeah. No, so I'm going to check that one out. That one's sweet. Cool. Like, uh, especially when you're doing a, like a uh, mock-up for a website where you just need some like, Quick collateral and just throw it in there, yeah. kind of thing. So, I think that you got any uh, anything to tell the peeps about? No, not really. <sighs> That's good. Yes, ending. That's why you're the best improver no in the podcast problem. game. <laughs>